0: Welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover package explores the fascinating world of the future of work. Uh, Whether we are a journalist or working in a consumer durable outfit or a startup, things are poised to change. Joining me on the call uh, to talk about it all is Forbes India's Hari Chandan Arakali. Hi Hari, very good morning to you and welcome back.
1: Morning Abhishek, good to be here, thanks.
0: Thanks. Uh, Hari, for for our listeners, in about a minute's time, could you talk us through the thinking behind this uh, issue? Of course, we have discussed about artificial intelligence, machine learning and the like uh, in in the previous two podcasts, but this uh, has a focus uh, towards how it's going to change a significant part of our lives, given that we spend 8 to 10 hours
1: at work. There are multiple threads that one can follow here. One, of course, as you mentioned, is the impact of uh, technology and automation and what it is going to do to people's jobs i mean that is something that is you know now being discussed quite a lot the other threads are that you know increasingly we'll like we'll get a chance i mean if we are lucky we'll get a chance to uh, arrange our professional work around our personal lives because technology will make it possible you know using technology new business models uh, are coming up and one important one of that uh, is, of course, now being called the gig economy. Not not yet very popular in India uh, for various reasons, but certainly in, in the more advanced economies, uh, for example, in the US, kind of a catchphrase for people who would like to work as freelancers, as contractors, those who uh, either don't go or don't want to go to you know uh, be in an office uh, on a full-time basis, but still manage to uh, earn enough of an income to uh, maintain their lifestyle, so that's that's another thread. The third uh, thread that I can think of is uh, the advent of uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence makes the current wave of changes driven by technology very different from the previous uh, waves of technological uh, changes uh, in the sense that uh, we now have uh, machines that can increasingly uh, you know take decisions on their own. That's not something that you had with a steam engine, for example. That makes a huge difference. And, and of course, because of the advent of the cloud computing era, there is this massive computing and storage uh, power at our disposal, which means that uh, this decision-making power can you know tap that kind of computing power and storage. Therefore, even our existing jobs will drastically change. And that means uh, we are faced with a situation where we have to constantly be on our toes
0: One thing that you mentioned that increasingly uh, the personal and professional life, the lines could blur because technology can allow you to do things not having to be at office at all the time. But your article, uh, the overview that you've written also talks about how things like Yulu bikes is what you've written. It's it's much on the lines of uh, Boris bikes in London where uh, scan a QR code and then, you know, get going. How, How does this tie into the culture of future of work as well?
1: This is one of the examples of how companies are stepping in to solve problems that are quite vexing. I mean, in this case, uh, partly about transportation and partly about uh, changing lifestyles, right? You know, the so-called millennials, people talk about how they're a little bit more aware about all the damage that we have done to the planet. People would like to live cleaner lives. doesn't get much cleaner than using a bicycle. You're not burning any fossil fuel. Your first question, E-bikes is very new. It's uh, only available in a few places in Bangalore. The Yulu bike gives you a small credit initially of some uh, 30 rupees or something like that. And you can only use them within their uh, operational zones for now. And the idea is pretty simple. You pick it up, uh, you take it where you want to go, uh, assuming that where you want to go also kind of coincides with another Yulu zone where you can drop off the cycle. Um, And then, you know, your your last mile is either very close to you or walkable or something like that. So the bigger picture is uh, transportation becomes much more connected. You arrange your work around your personal life. So there are uh, places like, you know, companies like WeWork, uh which are now offering co-working spaces in Bangalore so i mean you know depending on the type of work uh, that you do i mean certainly for me as a as a journalist uh, it, it's it's a beautiful idea that uh, if it's possible not to go to one fixed office but tap into a, a, a hot desk when needed in the city center to be even able to cycle to that place just uh, stash it somewhere grab a desk uh, write my piece and then just get out so, so, yeah, so that part of the future of work is fascinating and beautiful. This kind of thing will uh, catch up. I mean, people, experts uh, say that it hasn't caught up in the white collar world in India because India is Conservative in terms of its societal norms and uh, full-time people with full-time jobs are still, uh, you know, the ones who are considered uh, stable or whatever and uh, freelance work or contractors are not taken seriously.
0: On the other side, uh, Hari, what is the uh, spectrum to which technology could change the future of work. For instance, you mentioned as a journalist, it would be a great idea for you to you know, grab a chair, pay a small fee with a cup of coffee and get your article done. But do you foresee technology you know, bumping off certain positions in organizations or how would it work if uh, hypothetically an article could be done by its own if you feed in the raw data? Or rather, I think at this stage, a press release can be done. I'm sure an article... Uh, probably can't because you need fact check you need certain amount of uh, finesse to write it but uh, what is your uh, argument to those who say hey it it, uh, might make certain people redundant
1: i think uh, every every one of us without without i cannot think of any exceptions i think all of us will see at least a portion of what we are doing currently disappear Uh, taken over by machines. Even for us journalists, if big chunk of our work involves uh, processing press releases, I think that will disappear. And in in places, it has already disappeared. And again, if we go back to the IT industry, call center, uh, BPO, portion of the IT-enabled services uh, companies, bots, software bots are already taking over uh, a lot of work. In fact, let me give you the example of uh, Mindtree, which is a mid-sized IT company in uh, Bangalore, which is doing quite well. A few quarters, uh, starting a few quarters ago, they have actually started reporting uh, every quarter the number of bots that they employ, along with the number of people that they employ. These are customer-facing software bots that work autonomously, delivering work to customers. According to... What the company is saying. They now have some uh, 400 plus bots. Every quarter, the number of bots that they're employing uh, is increasing, and uh, these bots will, uh, they are replacing, uh, you know, mundane transaction based tasks that humans would be doing. I mean, it uh, of course threatens your existing sort of status quo, but it can also free you up to do more creative work. Therefore, new jobs are also coming up. I mean, so, so we've already reached a stage where machines are giving us some decisions based on which we are acting.
0: Since we are talking about bots, uh, Hari, uh, UNICEF tried this in Liberia. You know, they wanted to find out if students, this was mainly for kids, uh, if uh, they had certain problems that they wanted to report but would shy away from talking to a real human being. So they deployed a bot. It was just an app-like thing on mobile phones, which is ubiquitous down there as well. And they found that out of 16,000 students, uh, most of them complained that the teachers uh, would coerce them into sexual favors in exchange of grades. Now, this is something and this this they found out in a very, very time bound period. And they did something about it. In the the normal scenario, you would have had a task force of human beings going door to door trying to find out with a questionnaire, you know, what what exactly is wrong. And it would take months. Technology of this kind where you can order a pizza on on a bot or uh, there is a bank, I believe. I forget the name, I think DBS, which doesn't have a branch or didn't have one in India for a long time because it it did most of its transactions on, on a bot. As you said, I think it will make certain positions redundant, but maybe it might just help serve the customer better. Or I think your article also mentions it creates new positions while eliminating redundant ones like robot management, chief analytics officer, chief medical information officer. There are various CXOs and of course the team that comes with it to deal, to grapple with the new technology then.
1: Yeah, I think by and large, uh, what will happen is there will not be a sort of uh, parity in terms of the number of jobs that are eliminated and the number of jobs that are created. And we just don't know. That's one. The second thing is the new jobs that will come up will certainly require greater sophistication uh, in terms of, you know, a person's ability to deal with technology and to act upon, uh, you know, the decisions that the uh, software will deliver to us. So it certainly means that we all will have to be prepared to evolve with the evolution of technology. And, you know, so that can create uh, problems on the social front in the sense that some people will be better able to evolve and uh, adapt uh, with the increasing levels of technological intrusion in our lives. Others will be less able to. Therein lies the sort of humanitarian part of this whole thing. How Uh, companies organizations governments will uh, uh, will deal with this Uh, how will we uh, create a social net for people who are not able to grapple with these massive changes that will that will kind of show up to what extent we we can remain human
0: well hari i think on that beautiful note uh, let's let's uh, wrap this up Uh, thank you very much for your time on this one
1: Thanks, Abhishek.
0: Thank you. And all your listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.